What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, helping you simplify the video creation process so that you can reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. Whether that's understanding YouTube and the strategies on how to build a channel for your business or understanding some of the tech and how to get past your fear of being on camera, learn a little bit about the camera so you can actually use it and actually leveraging video for your business. So if you're ready, to get started, let's dive right into this week's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. I'm super pumped. This week, um, I wanted to discuss the new and soon to be probably improved Facebook. Facebook recently announced this last week that I think it was like mid middle of the week last week um, at the time that this podcast is airing. Like, so the, the last week they made an announcement that Facebook is changing this name. And I think a lot of people were just expecting a name change. I don't think that they were full on expecting all of what is happening, which is not only is Facebook rebranding. So Facebook, the property, that social platform that we're all familiar with, changing its name to Meta short for the metaverse, uh, but more or less of what is to come through all of the products and services and tools and things like that. Facebook owns Facebook or the metaverse now owns Facebook, uh, Instagram. You have WhatsApp. You have a, a couple other things that they're looking at properties wise. And when you have the big players, the big movers and shakers in industry, start to make these announcements, I think it's something for everyone to pay attention to. The number one thing I saw mostly is people thinking this is stupid, this is dumb, sharing posts about that. Um, People taking jabs, of course, uh, at Zuck. Um, People cracking jokes, you know, just like, oh, this is dumb meta. Oh, goodness, this is meta is really meta. Kind of like what all the headlines and stuff um, is suggesting and talking about. I think they are very much so missing the point and because of that these are these moments in time when people will say like yeah I was around but I wasn't paying attention or I thought I was dumb or I only thought it was this and I moved on with life and you know I had other stuff to focus on granted I get it which is why a lot of people missed um, you know the stuff when the cryptocurrency conversation first came along it's always like doubt different stages and evolutions of a thing being produced. But the reason why this speaks to me so much is because I'm, I've grown accustomed to change things changing or not happening the way that I ideally would hope or the way you think things are going to progress on. And and they just, they just change on you. Well, that's normal in business. Like you have to be able literally to roll with the punches or get rolled over. And so in being able to see what's happening, look at the bigger picture, uh, that's kind of where my focus is right now. And in doing so, what I see is some very interesting developments that are going to come to the video space. Much like, and I think NFTs will have uh, a, a big play with that. And so those are uh, digital assets 
uh, especially when you're looking into in the investment game. I encourage you to do your research on that, you know, NFTs, cryptocurrency, um, all alike, right? Ethereum, like really, really, really look into this stuff. It is worth um, your time, right? Even if it's not something you invest in right now, it is worth getting educated about what is happening. Hell, I remember being in school and I think this had to be sometime in high school in a business class. And I remember coming into the class late for some reason and people were discussing Bluetooth. And I'm like, Bluetooth? I'm like, whose teeth are blue? Like <laughs> in a very little literal sense, it's like, whose teeth is blue? Like, this sounds dumb. Like, what are you eating now and later? It's like, what is the deal here? Um, you know, eating candy that, you know, discoloration, of, like that kind of stuff. Like what? Like, no, it's technology is going to change the world. It's what my business teacher said. And at the time, it's like, okay, but how? And this is very reminiscent of what's happening now. And people are like, oh, well, the name is dumb. Or that logo's not completely, I guess it would be, it's not completely like something brand new or, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that you've seen before. If you look on Fiverr. The logo in itself is something that other companies use something pretty identical, almost exact. Uh, there's another company that literally is just a different color. <laughs> it's the exact same logo. So it's things like that. And people are like, oh, meta is very meta and all this extra other stuff that is bound to happen. I think it's important to pay attention to what's really taking place here. You have things like the Oculus um, eyewear, digital eyewear system where people are getting into these 3D environments and participating and saying, well, again, I can just kind of hear the critics here saying, oh, well, this, that, or whatever, nobody will ever do this or it won't catch on mainstream or whatever. Same is true about cars that could park for you or putting a camera in your car for parking assistance or allowing that car to make decisions on your behalf or to me, something like the Apple Watch was fantastic because for me growing up, the best that you had was like a calculator on your watch. And that was the Bees and these Hall of Fame, let alone to be living in the age where the quote unquote Dick Tracy watch is normal. It's very normal to make calls um, through wireless headsets, wireless charging, where people thought Nikola Tesla was fanatical like about his theories around electricity all these different things there's always going to be the naysayers and I think if you're going to play in this video space it's important to have this conversation now versus like oh you should have you should have been should have been there should have been paying attention but you missed it because the thing that Facebook is doing that Zuck is paying attention to right now are all of these different things doesn't matter how you plan to scale your business or what you plan to do, what your YouTube channel is about. That means we can be, expect to begin to see changes in how we produce content, how you market your business, the things that you share, the what types of, of things are needed. I remember having multiple conversations with different nieces and nephews that I have as they're starting to get to those final years of high school. And making decisions like, is it college? Is it something else? Is it trade school? Like, what is the, the next move? Not like finalize your life decisions now, but where do you want to explore and experiment and to test and to try? 
And the one thing that I've told every last one of them is don't get locked into a specific profession because you're trying to impress the adults in your world right now. You literally need to think about what it is that you want for your life. And it's okay if you if that answer is I don't know, because there's plenty of 30, 40 and 50 year olds living their lives and still don't know what to do. People literally retire. It's like, well, I don't know what to do with my life now. They have no dreams, goals, aspirations, purposeful direction in what they're doing. They're just doing stuff. I remember seeing people have these retirement parties. Fantastic white on white cake, but these incredible, fantastic retirement parties. They knew they were going to travel for about a month or so, but they didn't know what they were going to do after that. And so it's important if we're having these conversations with young adults of the direction of their life, I especially, you know, take the initiative with my nieces and nephews. And I think that I'll tell them is don't get locked into a job or a profession that exists today, because chances are you have the potential to in your lifetime have a job or a profession or run a company or work for someone that runs a company where the things that are normal by the time you're my age literally didn't exist or it wasn't the mainstream type of profession. I was doing a talk at um, for the Society of Adventists. And so for that organization did a keynote there and I'm sharing the statistics of how many adults and young adults rather want to just be a YouTuber. And I say that term very lightly, but so much is encompassed in that. And so we think about building our teams and our companies around all the things like literally going through this team building process and, you know, making some changes and things right now But the team is growing and the company is growing and the opportunities are growing. But to be a leader, you have to know where you're going to lead your people. This week's Gear Fix is brought to you by Asana. We use Asana in my company to make sure everybody knows what they're working on throughout the week when tasks are due, follow up on tasks, and uh, just being able to see across the board literally what it is that everybody is doing. I think the more content that you create, the more organized that you have to become. And if you're not creating with a process in mind, then you're just posting stuff. And posting stuff is a waste of freaking time. So uh, this isn't sponsored by Asana, but your software is sometimes some of the most important gear that you can use. Asana makes it possible for us to work as a team, work effectively and efficiently, even when we need to move stuff around. It's a lot of good tools and stuff out there, but uh, we've been using this now consistently. I've been using it for some years, um, but it's something that's scalable. And the things that are scalable are things that you can use to grow. And I think in the point of like having more of these conversations about stuff like the Facebook metaverse and all of this, that organization and the more work that we have, being able to see how we can fit this in is just going to make everything make sense. So go to dinah.link forward slash Asana, A-S-A-N-A to get a free trial and check it out for yourself. And you can use it free even though they have paid versions. So the free one can get you by for a pretty long time. So check it out, dana.link forward slash Asana. And so because of this, my thing that I would always share with them is like really pay attention to communication and like learning marketing and communication are two things you will never not need. And not like textbook marketing, but literally 
digital marketing and communication, there's something skills that you gonna need. I don't care what you do. It's going to be some form of fashion in the scope of, of your life. And if you learn those two things, regardless, even if they're like self-taught, like keeping up with the different things, like legit reading articles on what's going on or exploring your interests, now is a good time to do that. But pay attention to what's going on because you will have your crypto moment. You will have your Bluetooth moment. You will have your Facebook metaverse moment where it's like, where, where are the opportunities and where are things happening? So for example, when cameras come out or some new device, like the DJI Osmo, it's not even an Osmo. It's just a, it's the Action 2, DJI Action 2 camera. It's a complement to their previous version, has some updates, but it's something slightly different to the market, quite kind of kind of borrowing different pieces of technology from different parts of different companies to make something of their own. That's completely new to the, the industry. Now that camera, that action camera setup that a lot of people at this point have tested now, or a good portion of people have tested now, there are already accessories in the process of being built third-party companies that may get created. And for sure, third-party companies that's already in existing looking to see what accessories can we make that the company isn't going to make or that's literally based off the wants, desires, and needs of the market and we'll meet them where they at, they're at. Let's take a company like Small Rig or Ulanzi that specifically does that. They'll have accessories that you can pre-order because they will, you know, get the mold, get the pre-orders, whatever, for what they need. And they're like, hey, we have a cage coming. Hey, we have an adapter coming. Um, when the Sony A6400 came out, I believe in 2018, you had uh, where the flip up screen and the way that it was, was in the way. They took that community brought up issue and redirected that with a relocation plate and said, here's your solution. And even till this day, Sony makes nothing like that to help with that issue. So there's going to be areas of opportunity for growth. And I see the same thing happening with this metaverse conversation. The thing that Facebook and Zuck is pushing right now is that uh, it's a it's the evolving social connection from 2D into the metaverse and this metaverse concept of things being digitized. Something I thought was really interesting in the keynote, I guess, if you will, that the in this presentation is that they're having this kind of like mock team meeting, but they're all digitally in a space. They're at home or wherever they are but they're digitally meeting in this space and they can change their avatars to be what they choose. There is somebody calling in a remote. That's kind of like a FaceTime esque kind of a presence showing a piece of 2d slash 3d art 2d in the sense that they're there, they're there and they can see it with the natural, nat natural. I know 3d glasses needed, but when they share that digital asset, that digital asset has motion elements and things like that. Most people would miss it and say, well, that's great for designers. That's great for the design space. But how is that presentation shared through video? How is that meeting happening through live concepts, which means we're going to have new trainings, new tutorials, 
new information on how we communicate and connect with people when you still have um, no side jabs here, you know, particularly, but in a faith-based space, they're extremely slow and behind and stuff. And now you have where, you know, a year, uh, I say we go out, yeah, I say a solid year post, not even post COVID, but really after the big, it's really hard to put this into terms, like um, shift or jolt, if you will, from COVID and all the things that that brought, it's introducing a new way for people to finally having a forced exception of how we work and how we think and how we create and how we communicate. Whereas you still even now have organizations and churches and individuals that, oh, I don't know how to use Zoom. Oh, I don't know how this works or I don't want to do this and constantly fighting that. And like I said, I see this a tremendous amount in the faith-based space, which is sickening to me personally and freaking annoying. If I'm just being honest, uh, it's freaking annoying because it's like this stuff is there and to communicate the message that I think is important and what we need to be sharing is not happening because of this lack of not wanting to stay on pace with stuff. And I think concepts like this, this metaverse content theory, if you will, is going to force a lot of people's thinking to evolve. And clearly, you know, day, not even day five of this thing coming out or being announced, people aren't there yet. So the masses aren't there and it's going to take some time. But I think it's important to start having this conversation because again, how's the keynote keynote shared? They don't have people sitting in a conference room and it's only for a select elite. It's a, it's broadcasted. Okay. We're used to that. The news has been around for a long time. So broadcast life information is not new to us. Internal dialogue meetings, live stream meetings, not new to us. But some of these elements, again, like I think people are thinking and looking at this from a designer, you know, marketing aspect type of person. Those people will do well. But you also have to think about stuff like NFTs coming into play, these digital assets that retain a value that can be increased or decreased over time. A lot of stuff going into that plays into how into what we create moving forward, leveraging video that will happen. You'll see where, you know, now we, a lot of people are just kind of even wrapping their head around 4k televisions or phones or different screen resolutions and all that stuff. Simple, simple things. But I think we're just literally like a little pebbles throw away from environments at home environments becoming more of a 3d space. Again, his push is that in this whole concept that he's pushing the metaverse, which I fully subscribe to, I'm always open to new things in tech and experimenting, even like when people talking about Tesla, it's like, Oh, would you get into a self-driving car? It's like, absolutely. A thousand percent. I would, it's going to seem weird in a little while that we are mostly a society of people that self-drive, you know? And so stuff like Alexa or Google, Google's assistant or Siri probably set off a ton of people's houses, <laughs> but those things and saying, Hey, add this to my shopping list. Okay. Or set a reminder for this. 
you know, there's things that I think about on a day to day basis, um, functions and actions, um, shortcuts, stuff that I would think that it's like, it'd be great. I can't wait for the day to come when I can do X, Y and Z and this thing, all these different functions and actions happen. And that's voice triggered. Those days are coming or Amazon saying, hey, we can put your package in your trunk or in your home or something with whatever apps set up, stuff like that. That stuff has happened already. So now I think we're at this next stage of evolution in content and marketing and digital media as a whole, where it will rechange and re it'll not rechange, but it'll change and reframe how we think about production of content. So this means new jobs in companies like I'm already thinking ahead for this, like what new positions does this make possible in my company? I'm already looking at. I'm hoping this is something that can happen in 2022 for next year. And that's bringing on somebody that is um, an animator. And so, you know, some of the editors on the team already kind of exploring that, but like literally having an animation side of the company, that's going to be very, that's important to me now. I think it's going to become critical. Like you're going to have to have somebody that is familiar with the digital assets. Again, you look at that, meeting type thing where maybe it's through an Oculus setup. Um, fantastic marketer and creator mentioned how he was as Leslie Samuel was saying how he already does like his workouts and things like that through the Oculus. It's very effective, enjoys community, enjoys all these different aspects, but that he even went to a Sunday service to church through his Oculus and that's weird. Or I think it's Oculus. I'm not sure if he has the other one, but I believe it's the Oculus. And that's weird. Yeah, it is the Oculus. I'm thinking to myself, no, but yes, it is the Oculus. It is. And that's I'm like, huh. But he had a video clip showing what that environment was like, what the experience was, what the communication was and things like that. So the people that's very hard for them to explore and understand the basics when it comes to audio, lighting, and video, adding on a 3D aspect of that, animation aspect of that, again, it's going to change the way that people are looking to engage, how people prefer to consume content on a platform. Facebook has already, before the announcement of this metaverse change, they've already been making changes. I'm not paying attention even just to this stuff. I'm engaging with this stuff. I'm seeing a lot of micro changes happen when it comes to the market for these social platforms because I'm ready to dive in. You know, it's like the day that something comes out, ready to explore and experiment the day that stuff comes out. So I'm really looking forward to this um, in a very, 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 very tremendous way. So how we can expect features and stuff on our cameras, that's going to change. You take a look at something like Pokemon Go, which as much as I love Pokemon, you'd be so you think I was like one of those people that played all the time. Like I never played the game once, never had the app, none of that. But you look at like it was a Game Boy Color back in the day. They had a type of an adapter that would go into the USB micro port. And it would be a 3D like camera. 
And, you know, this stuff was super expensive back in the day, it, like late mid, yeah, about mid 90s, somewhere they're about uh, super expensive. And, you know, people obviously couldn't quite catch on to it. I was all in. I was like ready to go um, or adding vibration stuff that you would see and feel in your uh, remote control. So if you hit the wall in a racing game, you'd feel the vibration motors in the handheld device, the controller start to resonate or going on 3D games. I've been on 3D roller coasters, not like I'm sitting at home and doing it, but literally go to a park. You get into this physical thing, but the whole ride is 3D. The effect of it and everything is because you're wearing these like glasses or, or whatever, these frames, right? It changes your experiment. Or if you see fire on the screen, it's going from that 2D of you just seeing it to 3D of you actually having something blowing wind at a rapid speed and you feeling the heat literally on your face or water spritz up on you and stuff like that. Extremely fun experience. So we've already been seeing this stuff happen and now I think we're going to start to see this stuff become mainstream. How long before, you know, everything is as it should be? I don't know. But what I do appreciate is... Like I said, his willingness to step into this. And of course, Facebook catches a lot of hell, privacy reasons and stuff like that. To some extent, it's like the cost of doing business, you think. But to me, it's, uh, I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. But I think for him to go through, do this, cool. It's good, positive, you know, cover up the the bad a little bit there or put some more positivity and then the marketing everybody's talking about it we're here you're listening to it right now and so there's a lot of, of changes I think to come uh, with this and I think that's going to impact how we create video you, again you take that type of 3d environmental game that literally Pokemon Go took off with having people go walk around go to the park do other stuff to catch Pokemon or take your real money, your credit card to get, I don't know, let's say a special kind of Pokeball that improves your success rate of capturing a specific Pokemon. And so you translated real U.S. dollars into this digital asset that was meaningful to you. And so that is an example of something like an NFT that non-fungible token, but it's not tradable anywhere other than in that space. Well, now we have stuff where that's becoming mainstream. I very much so look forward to having business assets that are traded um, in the metaverse that are traded digitally, you know, where you have Gary V that has now you get and get some of his stuff and the V friends and you can get tickets to come to the event. I think we're looking at, the beginning, the very, very beginning of seeing this stuff change. Um, stuff is very, very early, even like pl the platforms are still very new. But how we engage with them, the things that become normal, that oftentimes start off as jokes, are now going to start off as um, more serious conversations. And so I'm very curious how this changes things with the video space, business and marketing because that also means some of the aspects we're already seeing mobile live streaming uh, through your camera and stuff. The camera industry is kind of slow, but the one who steps up to the plate and does this, I'm very, very curious to see how this goes.
because you can connect your camera to your phone via Bluetooth. And what then if through a specific camera, you're accessing a digital asset or 3D universe, if you will, by way of the camera and that transfers and connects like so it's not just a call-in show it's a a digital version of a person or something that shows up it's able to engage you know it's kind of like start to play around in the star wars universe type things becoming real so it's just different stuff again from a marketing perspective how will we engage and do business i think it's going to be very different and very interesting the more uh, we progress over time but I definitely can see it changing how we interact marketing wise, what videos we create, the things we have to implement in our video content that captures and keeps people's attention. I've been preaching the gospel of attention being the number one most traded commodity online because I absolutely believe it is. If you don't have people's attention, you don't have anything. And so how this will change things, I don't know. It's still very much so up in the air, but I think it's time to start opening these doors for these conversations and start seeing what happens. I'm very, very curious how this will change things of how we market video content, how people prefer to receive content via video and what changes obviously that brings technologically to the market. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, Come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that. Want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, through a passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Simplified.